0: Welcome to the Thursday edition of Nurses Out Loud with Nurse Michelle. Today, I want to talk to you about being prepared and getting your COVID preparedness basket together and being ready for flu, COVID, RSV, or whatever might strike your family. None of this is going to be medical advice. It's going to be just Nurse Michelle sharing with you things that works for our family and what I've been able to help um, thousands of people be able to be prepared for. Many of you have noticed that we are in a war for truth. Now, back in 2020, I would have just said, like so many of you, what do I need to protect my family? There is a pandemic, apparently, and I need to know what to do. But that's where the wake-up call first came for me. There was propaganda and censorship. That appeared to be set up literally to prevent me and my fellow citizens from gaining access to basic help. It should have been something that we all saw on um, the TV every night when we were watching the daily updates from the White House. The public health authorities should have been telling us what to gather in our homes, what medical equipment might have been necessary for us each to have in our home. Maybe it would have even been wonderful if they had sent those things to our homes or little packets. I'm not sure if some of you realize this, but there were countries that are uh, much less developed than us that actually passed out to their citizenry little Happy Meal boxes that had within it what was needed for yourself and your family in the event that you tested positive for COVID. You went home with a little Happy Meal box after testing positive and you had what you needed, but that did not happen here in the United States. And we were left to figure it out for ourselves. And not only were we left to figure it out for ourselves, when we thought we did figure out what was best for our families and we tried to share it with other people, it was. We were ridiculed. We were um, ostracized. We were fact checked, and it was really quite a frustrating battle. That just um, is a mental thing that has impacted all of us to this day. Um, we are in a war, and there is so many facets needed to win a battle. Our soldiers, when we think of war, are paramount. If boots on the ground are needed, and let's hope it does not come to that. But if it does, Of course, we need good men and women of honor serving in our military that are going to make good choices, that are not going to be people that do harm when they enter into other countries. Or if they're in cities, we don't want them to be um, corrupt in any way that they would steal, harm, rape, or kill um, innocent people. We want people of honor. As nurses in the war, we are part of the health solution. But all of you have a role to play as well, and we encourage you at Nurses Out Loud to engage in this battle and find your voice in this fight. You have a role to play, and I want to make sure that you all feel like there's a role that you have to play. Each of your careers, there are things to expose. There are truths that need to be exposed. There are things that you've witnessed that we need to hear about, and we hope that you will reach out to us and tell us what's going on. And today I thought I would tell you all about the importance of having that preparedness basket ready. That's going to be my role as a nurse in the war, letting you know that there are health solutions for you. And that's the role I've been playing for the last three years is trying to just help educate people from what I learned as a nurse that I thought could help you while you were at home, not as a nurse, I I felt like it was a personal responsibility of my own to help people understand that this is what nursing is at home. This is how you are going to have to become a nurse to yourself and your family, and even possibly have to be a doctor to yourself and your family. Because what was a sad wake up call in 2020 was that there were powers that be that were actually... Threatening your doctors, my pediatrician was even sent a letter from the American Medical Association warning them of what they could not say against the public health authorities and what they could not say against the vaccine without threat of losing their very license. So some of them were not brave when they got those letters and they did let themselves remain silent. Others found ways to speak anyways and didn't even worry about risking their license. But for myself as a nurse, it took me being in the COVID unit in 2020 to wake up and see what was actually happening inside of a COVID unit and how policies from the NIH were contributing to to why I was not going to have a good outcome and how I had to get out of the hospital actually to have a better outcome and find solutions. And in that desperate situation of being a um, COVID unit quality patient in 2020 with a household of family members who did not have COVID unit quality difficulty, it was a wake up call that said, no wonder people are perishing. It's for lack of knowledge. There's knowledge that I knew to ask for for myself and for my family because I have medical knowledge and you have knowledge that I don't have that you should be sharing with people to help other people as well. But today, we're going to talk about how you can be prepared, okay? So if you follow me on social media, I am nursemichelle.rn for registered nurse, and I am Michelle with one L. Uh, People often spell my name wrong because the traditional spelling is two L's, but my parents wanted me to be different, so I have one L. So I'm nursemichelle.rn on instagram and you can be a part of my weekly lives and ask questions when i do a weekly live show but for Nurses Out Loud, you can go to com slash nursesoutloud and choose the email a nurse option and choose one of us and send your question in and we'll do our best to answer them on the show, per- perhaps. So please do send your questions in. But for now, we're just going to go into what does it take to get ourselves prepared now, I have a website called advocacywithmichelle.com. And again, that's Michelle with 1L. And that link is in my bio on America Out Loud's website. And if you go there, you'll find there's a resource tab. And in 2020, when I realized that there was this desperate need for people to know what to gather, and there were some brave doctors out there coming up with lists of various items that would be beneficial for the families to have in their home. What I did was make it really simple by creating a COVID basket list of things to gather. So you can go to that website and you can actually download my COVID preparedness basket list and you can start gathering those things in your home. And I would recommend that you start doing that. If you haven't done it already, you definitely need to get on that. And then there's also a document called the Treat COVID at Home Protocols. And that protocol will go over um, in the second part of the show. But for now, let's just talk about what you need to gather. So there were different things that I wanted people to know that the doctors were recommending. And they were over-the-counter items. And there were things that you could buy on Amazon. And there were things that you could buy in your local health department. But you could not go shopping during that time. So needless to say, Amazon became necessary. So I created an Amazon store that had Things for children, um, supplements for adults, medical supplies, and things like that to make it easier for you to identify the things I was um, suggesting would be helpful for you to gather in your home. So things have evolved as it has progressed, and more knowledge has come to light for each of us. But some of the basic things still remain, and the the four words that I tell people to remember to help remember what Nurse Michelle is suggesting you gather, involves you understanding what the process is for treating COVID. So my goal is to keep you out of the hospital, of course, because once you get in the hospital, you're under the NIH guidelines. And once you're in the under the NIH guidelines, um, that's where problems tended to arise for people. And that was namely because the only solution that was being offered was giving people the remdesivir primarily, and it had so many problems associated to it. And there was this seemingly reluctance to give basic things like vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and things like that. The medical hospitals were just not going to hear anything about that because after all, it was a pandemic virus. Surely something as simple as vitamins could not help you was the going mantra So my goal was to keep you out of the hospital, having been in there myself. So remember these four words of the protocol for how to take care of COVID snort, gargle, nebulize, supplement. And then obviously there's also a need for prescriptions at times as well. So it would be snort, gargle, nebulize, supplement, and get your prescriptions. So what does snort stand for and why is nurse Michelle telling you to snort? And what is she telling you to snort? Well, the first thing I want you to understand is that COVID, like the flu and RSV, they replicate in your nose and mouth. That's where they begin. And that's where they try to birth more and more cells and increase the virus. And it, becomes more and more in your body and makes more problems for you. So if we can stop it where it starts in the nose and mouth, we can slow down the course of the disease. We can also improve your outcome because less viral load is going to be attacking your body. So how do we do that? We do that with using nasal oral sanitation, nasal sprays and gargles. And what I want you all to know is that there early on in 2020, one we learned that 1% povidone iodine, 1.5% or even 1% hydrogen peroxide, xylitol, and even things like Johnson's baby shampoo actually all had the ability to stop replication in the nose and mouth. So initially it started with me teaching people how to do DIY, do-it-yourself recipes for 1% povidone iodine, 1% hydrogen peroxide, 1% um, or a xylitol mixture that was going to be equivalent to an X-layer nasal spray, and then also any other products that were out there. But eventually, companies came along and made products for us that we could actually purchase, and that made it a lot easier for me and a lot easier for you to be able to just simply purchase ready-made product. Now, I tend to lean towards sticking with the 1% povidone iodine options because povidone iodine, iodine itself, has a kill rate of 10 to 15 seconds once it hits contact in your nasal and oral area. So if you spray a 1% solution of iodine in your nose or mouth, and you have COVID growing there, you are going to kill it within 10 seconds of being inside your nose or mouth. So that's a pretty big deal. And you know that a lot of people with COVID lost their taste of smell. And you may be also aware that in the back of your nose is um, the olfactory nerve is back there. And it's from the brain, of course, but it's not far behind the skin and um, tendons that are all there. And if you have a massive replication of virus going on in your nose that near your olfactory nerve, is it any surprise that so many people did have their olfactory nerve adversely affected? That happened to me as well. I used to be addicted to a particular Chick-fil-A salad that was the Southwest salad. I could no longer taste that taste of the Southwest salad. And I migrated to the Market one that has the blue cheese in it and now became in love with that one. Now my taste and smell has returned, but once you've had your olfactory nerve adversely impacted, it really does affect the way you engage with food. So of course we don't want to have that happen. But more importantly, we don't want this virus taking over ourselves, our vulnerable people as well. So if you have elderly people in your life, If you're a person that is a vulnerable person with a high diagnosis list like I have, I'm considered a high-risk medical person. You may be as well. It's imperative that you have an iodine nasal spray and oral cleanse in your possession. Now, my personal favorite is Immune Mist because they have created a dual system that is 1% iodine nasal spray cleanse and a 1% iodine Oral cleanse, so you can buy the dual system, and you have, and it's very tasty. I love the flavor of it, and it can be put in my uh, purse. I can carry it with me, etc. So that's why I prefer the store bought. And I tell everyone, when you're gathering your COVID preparedness basket, yes, you maybe want to want to be one of those DIY people. Be a DIY person, okay? You can follow my recipes that you can find on my website and make them yourself, but you better have yourself a purchased box of immune mist, oral and nasal cleanse ready for when you get COVID because you are not going to feel like making DIY products when you are sick. So you want to just have what you need ready there and I prefer having it. Now there's going to be people who cannot use iodine products because perhaps you have a thyroid disorder or perhaps you have a shellfish allergy and you've been told to stay clear of iodine products. Then I would migrate you to the idea of 1% hydrogen peroxide. So, that would be another one that has a good kill rate. Now, there's also the XLear products that you will hear about on America Out Loud, and you can find out more about it in the banner bar. And we have the owner of that company that also writes regularly for our show. I have used the x products and the homemade Xylitol products for people who have children that are young or people who just are really sensitive to the iodine or who are not sick and want to use it as a prophylactic cleanse for their nose. So that handles the snort, okay? 1% iodine for the nose, 1% hydrogen peroxide for the nose, or Xylitol x products for the nose. And how would you do that? So let's just say that you are a person who regularly goes out into the workplace, you would, when you got home from work each day, go ahead and use one of your nasal cleanses and your oral cleanse to make sure that whatever you may have gotten exposed to during that day does not have any chance to grow in you at all. Then, You would also gargle when you got home. So if you look at my COVID preparedness basket list, you'll see that historically the gargles that were documented to show decrease and diminishing and stopping of replication involved gargles that were like betadine sore throat gargle. There was a Listerine gargle that had um, Cetylprudium chloride in it. And then there were others that had eucalyptus oil in it that were the Listerine products that all showed the ability to kill. And there's natural products that are out there that have clove oil as well that have a very good effect on stopping the replication in your mouth and practicing good nasal and oral sanitation. So you would come home from work or come home from school and you would simply do a nasal and oral cleanse. Let's say you go to a concert because you're going to live your life as a free person. You're not going to live in fear. And when you got back home, you would do the same thing. You would do a nasal and oral cleanse, and of course, change your clothes, wash your hands, that kind of thing. But the next thing you would do is when you're gathering your supplies, is recognizing that you need to also gather a nebulizer. And a lot of people I found out don't know what a nebulizer is. So there's a couple of things that I recommend people have in their home one is a diffuser, one is a humidifier. And one is also a nebulizer and they're all three different things. So a nebulizer, you might see with an asthma patient, they'll have a face mask on and you'll see smoke coming out. It's actually vapor coming out of the sides of the mask. That is a nebulizer. And you could go to my Amazon store to get one, but I would tell you to go ahead and just reach out to your doctor and say, hey, you know, we're in a pandemic. Apparently the federal government thinks that we still are under an emergency and they still renew the emergency use authorization. So therefore we must need a nebulizer in our home in the event that I get sick. So I want a nebulizer, please call it in. You're not really asking, you're telling them that you expect that and your insurance will probably cover it and you can go pick it up at a local pharmacy. If you have unagreeable physicians who are not willing to do that for you, you can simply purchase it on my Amazon store and you can get that link um, at my website. So that would be a major piece of equipment. Now I tell people that when their kids come home from school, there's really no need to have to use a nasal spray or a gargle necessarily if you have a nebulizer because you can simply have your child nebulize just simple saline, normal saline, what I call 0.9% normal saline. And you could put a drop or two of Lugol's iodine, which is not the same thing as um, povidone iodine. And that's we're not going to go into that right now. But Lugol's iodine is something you could get from my Amazon store. It's been around for decades. And I'm very fond of Dr. Brownstein's method of dealing with respiratory viruses And he is a person that I learned from that taught that nebulizing, just simple saline, literally after uh, an encounter that your kid may have been exposed to, could literally just cleanse their nose and their mouth. But if you add a drop or two, a drop, let's just say for a young child, a drop of Lugol's iodine, you're going to have an anti-infective, antibacterial, anti-a-lot of things because iodine really is quite effective at taking out some of those bad things. And your child, whatever they got exposed to that day, you've cleansed it from them. You can let them sit there and watch a little video for about 10 minutes on your phone or on TV. And they just know that this is what I do after I come home from school. So that helps you with your snort and gargle, your nasal oral sanitation. And the nebulizer is going to be so important for when you get sick. Now, if you follow me, you'll know that I'm a big fan of what I call the Brownstein Protocol So that this is what you would do on the first four days of COVID, the first four days of a flu, I would recommend this as well. If you were asking me, what does Nurse Michelle's family do? I would say we do the Brownstein protocol. And Dr. Brownstein has his patients nebulize 0.04% hydrogen peroxide, which I can give you a, a citation for and a recipe for. And yes, believe it or not, the National Institute of Health even recommends nebulizing hydrogen peroxide as high as 1.5% to effectively mitigate COVID in the nasal oral passageways. And I'll make sure that that citation is included in the show notes so that you can see it too, so that the next time some uneducated medical professional tells you that you sound like a wacko because you might be considering doing this, um, you can give them the citation from the National Institute of Health that actually has them recommending higher than to the Dr. Brownstein protocol. So 0.04% is a very minuscule amount of hydrogen peroxide, but yet quite effective. And the way that we would handle the first four days of COVID with the Brownstein protocol would be every hour of the first day that you come down with a respiratory virus, every hour of the first day Wakeful day, you would nebulize 0.04% hydrogen peroxide with a drop or two of Lugol's iodine in it each time. Now, you've already changed the face of this virus. It's not going to have a chance, hardly, to take off if you actually succeed at doing it every hour. So let's say you do. On days two through four, you're going to nebulize every four hours that same concoction. And after about four days of that, If you have any residual symptoms, it's really quite surprising that you do. And if people tell me they still have symptoms after day four, I find out usually that they weren't very compliant with doing the recommendations at the beginning. So here's another thing that the Brownstein Protocol recommends is that you take vitamin D at 50,000 IUs every day for four days. Now, remember, this is not medical advice. I'm just sharing with you the methods that we use. So 50,000 IUs per day for four days. And then we take 100,000 IUs of vitamin A per day for four days. And we also follow his recommendation to do 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C every hour that you're awake. So you can just get those chewable vitamin C as part of the COVID basket list that you're gathering together. And you would do a chewable vitamin C or you could do those powder drinks that um, our family likes to have that has a thousand milligrams per powder drink of eight ounces of fluid because you want to keep hydrated and you would consume a thousand milligrams per hour of vitamin C every wakeful hour until your bowels start to get loose. And if your bowels start to get loose, that's called bowel tolerance. And that means you've met, you have met the needed amount for vitamin C for your body to fight that virus. And you can start backing down to what's called the recommended daily allowance after you hit bowel tolerance. So that's four things you do. You would be nebulizing every hour for the first day. You would be nebulizing every four hours for days two through four, and I have people go ahead and continue that through the first seven to 14 days to make sure that they're continually mitigating anything that's trying to grow in their nose, throat, or upper airway. And those who do do it for at least seven to 14 days, nebulizing that is, at least um, normal saline, 0.9% normal saline, or the 0.4% hydrogen peroxide for those first four days, their outcomes are so much better. Now, there's a lot of other things that went into these doctor's protocols. And one of the things that we learned was that they wanted you to be prepared to take aspirin because of COVID's ability to make the blood a little sticky and make the platelets want to stick together. And aspirin is an antiplatelet. And there's other things that you're going to notice that you're going to gather as well. I'm a big fan of a cough syrup called guaifenesin. You actually can only get it in um, pharmacies like drug stores like um CVS Walgreens and you look at the active ingredient and all that's on the active ingredient is guaifenesin and um, there are dosages that you can look up online but I also provide it for people to know how young down to 2 years old you would give up to an adult age dosage but for our family guaifenesin is a necessity to have in the home we know ever not have it in the home. It's so beneficial for so many other things, but primarily it does thin the secretions during COVID. And then you want to gather cough drops, lozenges, and some of those herbal teas that you'll find on my Amazon store that are good for fever management. I'm not a fan of Tylenol and ibuprofen. I prefer people to use essential oils like peppermint oil is a very big deal for our family for managing major headaches. Um, It is actually salicylic acid is in peppermint oil and that rubbed on your temples and your forehead and the base of your skull behind your ears. You will be amazed at how effectively it does help with headaches and COVID does make uh, quite a beast of a headache and it can make quite a beast of a sore throat, which brings me to another Nurse Michelle remedy that we use in our family. And like I said, this is not medical advice. This is just sharing with you what we do. And we'll put like a little medicine cup of honey. Ideally, it's Manuka honey. And you will have one drop of food grade oregano oil. And this is some potent stuff. So you only put one drop in and then we thin it with some hot water to make it able to be um, swigged like a shot. And if you swig that back with a really bad sore throat, it's going to end it. Um, It's going to kill off quite a bit that's trying to grow in your throat because oregano oil is quite potent anti-infective, antiviral, antibacterial. So it has its medicinal benefits, but it is a miserable swallow. So be prepared for quite a miserable swallow if you have that. Now, as you look at the COVID preparedness list, that you can go to my website to find. It's going to list all the vitamins that the doctors recommend. But I'm at this place now where I would say, look at the Dr. Zelenko Z-Stack products because they have all of them combined into one pill instead of having to pop so many pills. And there's also some natural options for anti-inflammatories because it's so important to make sure you do have anti-inflammatories when you are gathering like elderberry and cinnamon and astragalus, etc., And the doctors also had on their list to include melatonin and B-complex vitamins. A lot of people lost a lot of hair during COVID. And it was a pretty good reason why it probably happened is because you went into it low in your B-complex vitamins. Perhaps you're very low in your folinic acid, F-O-L-I-N-I-C, folinic acid. Taking those can help protect your hair from falling out and give you some needed nutrients that you need to protect your hair from falling out. So I have a whole protocol for helping you know what to do if you've lost your hair. And maybe we can make a show just about that in the future. When we come back, we will discuss how to treat COVID at home after the break.
1: It's time and this see- is. And go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait. We wash our nose. Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over twenty-three thousand times a day. That's twenty-three thousand opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear X L E A R. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today.
0: Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations americaoutloud.com seven amazing years we know that if america fails the world will fail it is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty america Outloud talk radio liberty and justice for all Remember, America Out Loud plays on iHeart Radio Network. You can listen on Media Player from any web browser from anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, Alexa, 24-7, where you can get great talk radio with experts in every field speaking truth. All of our shows go to podcasts within two days, and you can hear them anywhere you listen to podcasts be sure to subscribe please and rate my show on Apple Podcasts for me I'd really appreciate it now back let's jump right back in where we left off so you can download that covid basket list on my website advocacy with michelle with 1l.com and you can also get the treat covid at home protocols now I've had this downloadable for free for the last 3 years and I have found out that it has been downloaded all over the world and could have probably bought my house in cash if I had just even charged a dollar per download. But it has been free always to anybody who needed it. And on the Treat COVID at Home protocols, you're encouraged to print off the nurse's note that I created that you would print off one per day per individual in the home and put them on a clipboard. And on that nurse's note, it tells you how to care for yourself hour by hour. So it's a reminder Of the frequency that you should be taking your vitamin C, your other vitamins and supplements, any prescriptions that you might have been prescribed, there's a place for you to fill it in with what your doctor may have prescribed you. But most importantly, it's making sure you're following the snort, gargle, nebulize, and supplement protocol. So it's reminding you how frequently to use the nasal sprays, how frequently to gargle, how frequently to nebulize. So be sure to print off the nurse's note. And when it comes to the treat COVID at home protocols, that is a document that is been done primarily to help you recover from COVID while gaining natural immunity. And hopefully by treating it effectively early, you won't have any long haul effects from that. Also, it's going to help you hopefully stay out of the hospital if you're very um, diligent about following the protocol. And also, the document helps you know what to do in the uh, unfortunate event of ending up in the hospital. So something that may surprise you that you hear that I recommend is that you have a power of attorney written up, even if it's on a piece of school paper, when you... Um, Just right up on your way to the hospital. And on that power of attorney, you're basically saying, I want to follow the FLCCC guidelines for how to take care of hospitalized COVID patients. And I would recommend printing that document off and stapling it to your power of attorney where you will declare two people's names that you would prefer to be the ones to make medical decisions for you in the event that you became incapacitated or unable to make decisions. And you may say, why, Michelle, would you say get two? Well, I've had enough people I've had to rescue out of hospitals to find out that sometimes um, your spouse may not be a person that would fight for you not because they don't want to, but perhaps because their personality isn't such to do so. And they're the only ones who can have legal right to make a decision for you. So if you have a non-feisty spouse and that's all the hospital knows to ask for, you're in a much more difficult situation. So always pick one person that doesn't have anything to gain if you do pass away. Um, I always think it's good to have somebody like that on the list and somebody, one of these people is a feisty person and is not intimidated by doctors or nurses trying to show you the NIH guidelines that you perhaps do not want to follow. For example, I would say, you know, remdesivir would not be something I'd be fond of anyone recommending taking, but that's exactly what's going to be offered as soon as you get in the hospital. We've made you aware on Nurses Out Loud of all the dangers associated to that particular antiviral that is given still to this day, even though there's so much evidence of harm that's come from that medication. So we want want to make sure you have the FLCCC protocol printed off, stapled to your power of attorney, and you've declared at least two people the decision makers in anything in the event that you become incapacitated. Now, thankfully, it looks like the more dangerous versions of COVID have already swept through us. But Dr. McCullough recently interviewed the Dr. Yen, who's now on America Out Loud, talking about what's going on in China. And it looks pretty bad what's going on there in China. And there's a large percentage of them that are vaccinated that are having these bad outcomes. So if you want to listen to that, be sure to go listen to his podcast where he interviews what's going on in China, hoping it doesn't come here. But if it does come here via a Chinese citizen coming here and bringing it here or um, by any other method that could happen by even, even the vaccine propelling some new version of a variant, whatever it is, we want to be prepared. We want to have what we need for our family in our home. And we want to know what to do when that moment comes. So if you have your supplies all gathered and you have your medical equipment and you have your prescriptions already secured, or you have access to medical care that you can go to the link in my show notes to get yourself secured with medical care, you're ready for when it strikes. And I tell people that If you are, whether you're vaccinated or whether you are just, you know, a regular person, that if you have the snivels, your eyes are starting to water, you're starting to sneeze your head off you have an upper respiratory infection and you need to start responding accordingly. And that will start with you immediately starting using nasal and oral sanitation. Now, very soon I'm gonna be interviewing Dr. Robert Scott Bell, who's gonna be teaching us about nebulizing and using nasal sprays that are colloidal silver and nebulizing colloidal silver. But for now, let's just stick with what I've told you today, 1% iodine products like Immune Mist or X-Lear products that have the xylitol in it and the grapefruit seed extract and then you have the people who can't take there's only a, i think only one group that can't take the Exleer and that is people who have celiac disease and the rest babies all the way down to infants can use that and if you go to my Instagram account you'll see how I teach you how to take care of little babies at home with covid and how to take care of kids with COVID and how to help them nebulize because sometimes they're combative and also how to take care of elderly people that you are responsible for or yourself who may be an elderly person. So um, we're going to be learning all of this. We're going to make sure to be teaching you through Nurses Out Loud because that's what nurses do. We are patient educators and we want to empower you to have your stuff together, to be prepared when it strikes and when it strikes As soon as you start feeling any symptoms, if you're vaccinated, I want you to immediately start um, doing your nasal oral sanitation so you can knock out any chance of replication in your nose or mouth as soon as possible and nebulizing and learning to nebulize. It's a wonderful thing to nebulize. I'm a very big fan of it. Our family loves it. And our family knows that when you come down with any kind of respiratory infection, mom's going to be turning on the nebulizer and I'm going to turn on that 0.04% hydrogen peroxide with a drop or two based on your age of Lugol's iodine because I know that it's anti-infective. I'm thankful for Dr. Brownstein, who teaches about that. So moving along to other things that you need to know to do. So it's important that you remember that a respiratory virus needs ventilation in the room. So we always open a window. And because we are people who require Noise. We like white noise when we sleep. We all have a fan in our room. So at the time that we're sick with respiratory viruses, we would turn that fan toward the window so that the sick bugs that are in the atmosphere are being blown out of my house, not being blown around my house and blown into the other rooms when the door opens. Now, we also have a Genesis Fogger that you can also get on America Out Loud because it's one of our sponsors And I keep it in my home because I have a son who has a pacemaker and I'm also a high risk person so that I put it near the door of the sick person's room so that when the door is open there, the chances of pathogens slipping out and going out to the rest of the family are less. So that's just something you can do. You can get it for your elder family members' homes. I would really recommend you all consider getting that. But you also need to recognize, am I a high-risk person? You know, do I have sleep apnea? Am I greater than 60 years old? Do I have hypertension, diabetes? Am I immune compromised? Do I have chronic lung disease or kidney or liver disease? Do I have obesity issues? And am I just over 50 with medical conditions, with one or more medical conditions? If any of those things are true, you're already in a high-risk category and you should go ahead and reach out to TWC Health and get a consult with them and let them help set up a, a pl- care plan that'll be specific to your medical condition and help you discern which prescriptions you need to go ahead and gather in your home. Now, if you go to my website and you do get the treat COVID at home protocols, and you've got all your equipment in your home, you may also notice that I tell you to go ahead and know where a medical supply company is in your city, know who stocks uh, oxygen and where you can get it from but also there's this thing called an oxygen concentrator that actually makes ox- pulls oxygen from the air and creates it so that you can have it you don't have to have an actual oxygen tank but believe it or not you can actually buy oxygen concentrators on Amazon and they are on my Amazon store that I will provide in the link in my show notes but it's just And also know who does IV infusions. If you can get access to an IV infusion clinic that can get you hydrated or even bring IV hydration to your home, you can get vitamin C um, IV hydrations, glutathione IV hydration, And so many other therapeutic options. You might want to look into a functional medicine doctor in your community to find out what is available to you. Go ahead and have that written down in either your COVID preparedness basket or put it on your refrigerator so that it's easily accessible and your brain doesn't need to think so much when you're actually the sick person. You want to know that you have what you need in your home and you need to know how to get it. So that is some primary things. But as soon as those symptoms start showing up, I tell people immediately start using your nasal spray and you'll have the nurse's note that you can print off from my website that tells you hour by hour what to do, how often to do your nasal sprays as ordered, how often to do your gargling, how often to nebulize. So printing off a nurse's note, for each day of your sickness, I would say a minimum of seven, print off seven per person, put it on a clipboard. It's ready to go so that when you're, if you have COVID bad enough that your brain isn't functioning very well, you are ready to combat it because you just have a simple checklist to go throughout. Remember that it's good to get up and get mobile, not to lay on your back and just curl up and let yourself progressively get worse. Instead, do what you can to get up. If you can, go outside and sit in some fresh air and some sunshine. Yes, sunshine and your feet on the ground is a beneficial, healthy, therapeutic thing to do. Make sure you have in your COVID preparedness some forms of hydration. And I have some things against Gatorade. I have a company that I use that has hydration options that don't have some of the bad stuff that Gatorade has in it. But you could get Pedialyte ready for your children and other quality hydration options available as well. You would also want to use that vibrating massager on your body when you're laying there in bed to make sure that your lungs are not getting any fluid congested down lower in the lower lobes, and you're moving, you're coughing, you're using your spirometer, you're doing deep breathing exercises. You can even have your children or yourself blow bubbles with a little blowing bubble, you know, just the little $1 bubble blowers. And that will, that very action is something that will keep you doing the correct kind of inhaling respiratory therapy that is needed that potentially could set in and get yourself a case of pneumonia. Now, a thing that we do in our family that you can decide if you like or not, and you can look up the citations for that, which is, um, you know, everybody has a Brown bottle of hydrogen peroxide in their home generally and we put on a cotton ball some 3% hydrogen peroxide, and we put it in each of our ears, and we put after that, a that's a wet one with hydrogen peroxide in it. And then we follow that with a dry piece of cotton ball so that it kind of tucks in and keeps it from dripping out on your clothes. But you'll be amazed at what Uh, some hydrogen peroxide on a cotton ball can do to help you with some various symptoms that go on through COVID and respiratory infections. You'll sometimes get ear pressure and it can really help with the benefits that hydrogen peroxide has To offer. So that's just a little Nurse Michelle thing that we do. As you'll notice on the nurse's note, it'll remind you to occasionally check your blood pressure and your pulse and to document it and to check your pulse oximetry a few times a day and document it so that if things start to change, you can bring that chart with you to either your doctor or to the hospital if it comes down to you needing to do that. Now, One of the pieces of equipment I mentioned that is needed is a cardio mobile. That is for the people who have cardiac histories like myself and my son who might need to do a quick EKG from home. They're about $80. They're on my Amazon store, but everyone who has any kind of cardiac issue should have one in your home anyways. It's a great thing to have. You just put two fingers on this little three inch piece of equipment and it does a quick EKG and you can send it through text or email to your doctor. Um, also make sure if we didn't already review this, you're going to make sure you have your pulse, you're going to have an oral thermometer. You're going to have that pulse oximeter to check that oxygen in your blood. You're going to have that spirometer, which is the machine that is just a little plastic machine that you suck in and it makes the bubbles rise up and you blow out and it makes the bubbles go up or down. And you follow those directions for a form of respiratory therapy. I I like people to have a vibrating massager, a little handheld to help them out and to have a diffuser for each member of the family so that everyone in their room can have the essential oils recommended by the FLCCC going off in the room. So, If you have a sick baby, if you have sick kids, I have some protocols that you can go to my website and learn about caring for little people at home because it does scare us. But I just want to reassure you that children have done exceptionally well with COVID, and it they've got something going on that youth benefits them that I won't go into right now. But they do really rebound really well. So keeping their nose and mouth cleansed by Babies can be restrained by putting them between your legs, putting their arms under your thighs, and bulb syringing out their noses, putting some saline in their nose, and then sucking out the extra secretions if they're really thick. If they've got, if you or kids have thick mucus, you can actually purchase the Neil Med hypertonic saline packets that are three percent saline, a lot saltier. And it's, it has a little bit more of a burn when you have to do this. But a kid with thick mucus in their head or yourself will really benefit from nebulizing the 3% hydrogen, uh, not hydrogen peroxide, 3% saline that you can get from Med. that's also in the Amazon store. But for the most part, the easiest way to make your own saline, if you want to just simply nebulize saline, is the Med 0.9% saline packets. All you have to have is boiled water or bottled water. You never use tap water. You may have heard about that terrible story of somebody just recently did a neti pot, I think, with tap water. You do not use tap water. You always boil it or you use bottled distilled water to make your saline. And once you've got your saline, you can either make a recipe of 0.04% hydrogen peroxide, which I will provide the recipe in the show notes. And I will also provide the recipe for the 1.5%, which is what the NIH recommends, but I keep people at the Dr. Brownstein method of 0.04%. And if you have a functional doctor who's helping you, you can certainly um, go up higher uh, under their guidance. But I also recommend people get a pill organizer. And you may think of that as something that maybe uh, your grandmother may have used, and she may, and I recommend you getting a seven-day Pill organizer that has at least four categories, like four time a day categories. And you can go ahead and set up this pill pack in advance. This is what we did with my parents who are in their 70s. They have a pill pack already sorted with all of their vitamins and supplements ready to go so that when they're sick, that pill pack is ready. If you want to do this for your grandparents to help them not have to be so frustrated when they're the sick person, you can go set up their pill pack organizer in advance and have it sitting there waiting in their um, COVID preparedness basket. There's actually even electronic pill organizers that you can set up that are programmed to remind an elderly person that their pills are needed. Um, They can go as expensive as $200 that it literally would say, grandma, your pills are ready and it will drop them down into a cup. Um, That disappeared off my Amazon store for a while. I'm not sure why it disappeared. It must have been not available anymore. But there are other versions out there that you can use to help you with elder care at home. But sorting those medicines in advance is a huge asset for those that are sick. Now, you're also going to want to be familiarize yourself in the COVID, how to take care of yourself at home protocols, to know what is very important that you seek medical attention for. So if you were to have difficulty breathing, persistent pain or pressure in your chest, mental confusion, if you're finding it difficult to arouse the loved one or yourself, if you're developing any kind of bluishness around your lips or face or pale lips or gums, um, and if you're having any kind of decreased urine output, that's a good sign that you are dehydrated. And you wanna ha- make sure that when you're doing your pulse oximity checks and you're putting that doc that amount on your nurses note of your score every time you check it, you wanna make sure it is staying above 94%. Even getting close to 94% is a you know an indicator that you're perhaps getting compromised. Maybe you're not doing good deep breathing exercises, maybe you're laying too much in bed, maybe some pneumonia is starting to set in. But if you have COPD, um, you may be advised by your doctor that 88% might be okay for you. But for the rest of us, anything past under 94% needs to go ahead and call a doctor and let them know that something's going on with you. And hopefully they'll get some oxygen for you in your home. Now, you can go to my website, again, advocacywithmichelle.com, and you will see another document called First Things First. Now, I created this document over a Christmas holiday during 2021 because it was so bad that year. And I feared that I was not going to be able to get information to people fast enough because people were finding me when they had COVID and they had never read anything to be prepared. So I created the First Things First document so that you would just be like, here's the basics and fast. So it it focuses on how important it is to do the most important things if you haven't read everything else. And of course, that's going to focus on virus replication, stopping nasal sprays and virus replication, stopping um, oral cleanses, and then teaching you how important it is to nebulize because you're going to be stopping that replication in your nose and mouth with the iodine nasal spray and gargles. And you're going to be stopping it in your upper airway by nebulizing. And people who end up suffering with coughing longer, some people think they're all fine after COVID. And about seven to 15 days later, they have this persistent cough. And I say to them, are you nebulizing? I cannot tell you how much of a difference it makes to nebulize. Um, Even if it's just 0.9% saline, you'll find that information on the First Things First document. And it even teaches you how to make homemade saline but the easiest way is to get the Neal Med products because they're pre-made. And it the First Things First document reminds you of the supplements in a very quick way and how frequently to do that and what the doctors have recommended. Because remember, this is not medical advice. This is just me providing information to you in an organized format so that it's easy to understand in one place. Now, I also have on there eye drops. Because sometimes if you have been hacked on in a public place, you could actually just have a simple saline eye drop and just drain it, uh, drop it on the outside of your eye and let it just rinse out your eye and potentially cleanse out whatever may have been hacked in your eyes if you know it happened to you. And then I go over things again for sore throat and what to do about the stomach and gut and how important it is that you are either drinking kefir or some kind of probiotic prebiotic as well. Now, Nurse April makes an amazing concoction of um, oh goodness, I forgot she calls it Midnight Honey if I'm not mistaken, and it has the specific little seeds in it that the name is escaping me right this moment. Put inside of Maluka, um, Manuka honey, and you can buy that from her website that she has probably at her link describing who she, you know her whole bio. And then I also go over natural antibiotics and things that you can do at home and the benefit of a fever that you don't want to over-medicate a fever. And you want to let that heat do its job and let it run its course. And instead of hyper quickly giving yourself some Tylenol, let the fever do its job until it hits a little higher. Most doctors will tell you at 102, it's time to start medicating in some way, but I will probably put my kids in a bath before I would even medicate them. I would put them in a tepid bath With Epsom salt instead. So anyways, find those documents. You're going to find a lot of information that's helpful there. You'll feel empowered to have gotten your own COVID basket together. You can do it. You can be ready. You can help other people do it. You can go to the links and get the immune mist and buy it for people and give them an oral spray and nasal spray, and they'll be ready to go. And you can get them XLR for their little children Um, And then also you'll find on my First Things First document, just other valuable information to know how to take care of yourself really quick and really fast information. So be sure to check that out. I hope this helped you feel less fear about the possibility of getting COVID, knowing that brave doctors have provided valuable research to help us know how to effectively treat COVID at home. It helps us to be empowered because being prepared is empowering. Remember, it is up to each of us to share this information with others because sadly, the majority of our primary care providers in this country are not teaching this to their patients and helping them to be prepared. This is how you can fight in this battle. You can provide these lists to friends and neighbors. You can share them in your social groups and church gatherings. I even have videos on my website and IG site teaching you how to nebulize and so much more. Share content. Each of us can make a difference. Do what you can. Remember, we are in a war for truth. And the truth is COVID can be treated at home effectively. Make sure your family is prepared.
1: It's time